Welcome to the Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. Hello, everyone. This is Angie, not Amy, once again for uh, another episode of the Bookkeeper's Voice. And today I'm being joined with Will, and we are going to be chatting about all things Google My Business, um, which is a bit exciting. Do you want to say hi, Will? Yeah, good day, everyone. Yep, that's right. Uh, Google My Business listings and um, how to get the best out of them and uh, what you have to do to make them work uh, yes and get good results for you yes now we started doing using google my business about has it been four or five months now yeah that's right it hasn't actually been that long hasn't um, it oh i thought i had oh yeah but like that's what i'm saying so yeah. it's only been about four or five months yeah uh, we Honestly, uh, we had a, a few listings for quite a while and I'm like, uh, I don't like this. And, you know, <laughs> so, um, when we started off with websites, we were with Airsquare and then we did a um, SEO course with Kate Toon and she said, no, WordPress is where it's at. And then I went into WordPress and, you know, I couldn't do Airsquare. Amy was the genius doing that. And then we went to WordPress and uh, Divi and Amy and I were like, oh, wow, this is so hard. And then I <laughs> back on uh, Google, then we got a Google My Business. I'm like, oh, I can't do anything on this. I'm, I'm not going to bother with it. So I'd actually had a negative view of Google My Business listings. Yes. And, but then I sort of, I don't know why the penny dropped, but it did. And I'm like, I think we oh. were in a meeting a savvy team meeting and I was talking about what I had been doing with the Google My Business. And so you were like, oh, okay, I'll look into it again. And right. Penny definitely dropped for you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, I, yeah, you were actually the reason why I started uh, trading it with a bit more uh, respect. And then um, my SEO knowledge had sort of increased in mm -hmm. the websites. And then I'm like, Ah, so if I apply uh, that, um, those strategies, those techniques into the listing, well, you know, maybe I can get, get something out of it. And I have been. And It's uh, been very successful. It's, um, I think, you know, just coming from it as a bookkeeper's point of view, there's so many possibilities that you can do yourself in Google My Business. And there's so many ways to help getting found in your SEO that um, it's a bit exciting. Yeah, so I was right. so thrilled that you kind of um, leapt for it. Finally woke like, up. <laughs> you, you, you fell through the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, that's right. Basically, which is, and to be honest, I actually find Google My Business quite fun to use. Like once yeah. you get used to it. Correct. Yes. You just have to get used to it, which is kind of like any platform, you know, like, one, when you first started using Facebook, people don't technically like it for business. And then when you know what to do, then it's great. Same with LinkedIn and well, everything. Well, well, that's right. And um, like, so uh, we actually got a client, oh, a potential client through another platform. I won't go into all the details. And it's like, oh, 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 <laughs> I had never thought of that. I never <laughs> thought that we could connect with people like this. And, uh, you know, it was, um, it was quite simple. And then once you realize it can actually work, mm. it's like, oh, whereas uh, if you're trying stuff and you're getting no traction mm. and like really you don't have a compass and you're like, okay, I want to get new good clients who I like working with, who like working with me. Uh, they're happy to pay me a good amount of money and I enhance their business. Once you start getting those clients, you're like, oh, whereas before that, you're like, oh, you know, it's, it's never working. Another I don't platform, another time yeah. sink. But 
But once you know how to do it, it's like, oh, this is, this is actually legitimate. This is amazing. <laughs> and it becomes exciting. That's right. Yeah. So we thought um, we've been speaking with a few of our customers lately, and um, I've been mentioning Google My Business a bit more, especially in our marketing sessions that um, I've been doing. And so we thought it would be a really good idea to kind of just let everyone know what Google My Business is, because it's still relatively unknown for a lot of people. And um, we thought it could help bookkeepers, especially right now, because everyone is Googling for people needing bookkeepers. So yeah. we thought it would be a good opportunity. Yeah. So first things first, I will actually explain what Google My Business is for everyone. Because, um, you know, it's been called Google My Business, Google Business Listings. It's all the same thing. So it's whatever you want to call it. Google calls it both. Um, which is a bit confusing for some yeah. people trying to learn, but you can Google, you can Google, Google my business and Google business listings and you get the same results about what it is. So in general, Google my business basically just lets you show in the search results for people looking for you or for businesses like you online. Most importantly, it's free which is a massive plus. It's just like Facebook. It's free. Um, you don't need to pay anything. It makes it more affordable and a really accessible way of marketing your business online, yeah. which is probably why I love it so much is that it's directly integrated with Google. So everything you do on that just helps you so much more. And I love being able to offer free options for clients. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what basically it does really, really well is it really integrates with Google to connect you with other Google options and just people searching in general. So if you're searching in images, your images from your listing might come up, or if you're searching a certain keyword that's in your listing for your services, you might come up or even, I know we do this quite often with lead magnets, um, which Maya and I discussed another episode, a couple episodes ago. Um, if you put your lead magnet in a post in Google My Business, it works really, really well as well. Um, but um, what's the main difference that you found that Google My Business offers that other, let's say, social profiles don't? Well, uh, yep, that's a good question. Basically, um, what will happen, um, Facebook's kind of its own lane. Mm -hmm. And same with Instagram, uh, Twitter, etc. Whereas everyone uses uh, the internet and typically they're using Google, not Bing or uh, DuckDuckGo. And so, you're typing in there and not so let's say you go bookkeeper melbourne and so you have your website coming up in the uh, left hand side of the page and then on the right hand side or you know perhaps integrated on the top you also have a google my business listing so it's sort of got a uh, an unfair advantage over your uh, facebook listing because mm. uh well Obviously, Google likes its own products and helps its own products to exactly. get a bit more airtime. So it's like, well, if, if that's if that's how they've set it up, then you know, work with that. Mm, yeah, and um, it's on. It makes it so that you're more accessible to other online directories. Um, do you want to chat about? Because I know you've been um, working with one specific one for Savvy, and. Um, for our clients, but um, there's a couple other ones that Google kind of bumps up your listing a bit with. Uh, yep. So, uh, so like you talking about putting your uh, your business into different uh, business directories. So no, like um, what kind of other Google things like Google Search Maps? Oh yes, does. sure. That's that's right. So like Google Search is what uh, we all use, but then also um, like showing up in a, a Google map, you know, you mm -hmm. get your little pin, uh, it says, you know, this is my address. And, and then, um, 
again, it's giving you more visibility. So not only so you've got your website and that'll appear, then you've got your Google My Business listing and that'll appear. When you're doing a Google search, it'll come up with like all uh, images, mm -hmm. uh, apps, which is where that will be, uh, videos. Mm -hmm. So like really you're, um, I don't want to call it uh, a lucky dip, but basically. <laughs> it basically is. <laughs> yeah, to get yourself seen, uh, the more opportunities you give yourself to be seen, mm. uh, the better it is. And then not only that, if I have a, a website that shows up in the Google search, and then I also have a, a Google business listing, it's like, ah, oh, this person's more authentic, this person's more legitimate. So um, it's, it's a little bit funny because it's, you know, me, I'm putting my business on a website. Like, yeah. I Google my business, it's not someone else. But because I've got my information in two spots, it's like, oh, well, this guy must be authentic. So yeah. that's and just it's, kind of how we think. It's so funny. It is consumer behavior right there. Um, I love consumer behavior. I find it so interesting. And I'm guilty of it as well. I'm one of those people that if someone has a Google business listing, I instantly go, okay, well, I'm going to look into this further because... Yeah they just seem more credible for me. Right. Right. Um, and I think a lot of people do that. And I love, because I use Google business listings just personally for doing anything, whether it's restaurants, hotels, services, anything, um, even vets. Um, okay. Yeah, anything yeah, like that. I do it, you know, pretty much everything. I live off of it. And it's one of those things that, the Google business listing provides so much information that you can instantly start to trust the business without even contacting or going to their website. Yeah. With, you're already, you know, coming from a bookkeeping point of view, you're already part way to getting a new client before they even go to your website, yeah, which that, is great. Yeah, that, that's right. That's right. And, and, you know, so everyone's website, it's theirs. Whereas the Google My Business listing, we're all sort of like renting Google's resources. Yeah. So um, you'll seem like you're more, uh, you're playing on a more even playing field than like people go, oh, I don't want to go there. But if I have all of these um, business listings lined up, then it's like, okay, they, they're all playing the same game. Whereas when you go onto a website, I don't know mm. if it's a big website or a small website. I don't know if it's hosted on WordPress or Wix or Squarespace. Or, yeah, or how much have they invested in the website? Maybe That's they don't right. have a lot of money to invest in the website. So their website not be, might not be as impressive as someone who just threw thousands and thousands of dollars just to look good. That's right. Whereas uh, the Google business listing is... Um, it's much more simple and mm. so you get a more of a pure uh, interaction with with their their business and their content mm. whereas a, a website that's more specialized and so, so so it kind of it makes it easier for people to make the choice i agree and like Basically, for this podcast, I looked up some stats to help people really understand the concept and the power of Google My Business. So I learned that Google has stated itself from its own resources and data fields that one in five consumers use search engines to find local information, such as, you know, store business addresses, opening hours, um, product availability and directions. Um, when, whether, you know, for bookkeepers, all of that information isn't always that relevant, Yep. but, but whether you cater locally for your bookkeeping services or nationally, it still can make a massive difference that you have simple things like your business hours, your in Google business listings. If you don't want to, let's say you work from home, you're a virtual bookkeeper, you don't have to list your exact address. You can list your service area, yep. which 
still makes a massive difference for having your listing there. Yeah. It still makes you visible, which is really, really handy. It also allows you to have a bit more power over your online presence, um, which is what I really like for bookkeepers. Um, basically, it helps you supply what you want your clients to be able to be able to find about you in one easy location. So you're able to become more discoverable, keep your clients informed, and boost your client confidence through things such as having your products and services listed right on your listing, and most importantly, your reviews. Yep. I am a review addict, I would say. Um, basically, if a re restaurant doesn't have a four star and up, I don't even look at it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and that's almost for, for services. I'm more of a three star and up because services, if you have one really bad experience on your Google listing, then it could really wonk your star rating out. But Google business listing also brings in the reviews from Facebook as well, which I love. So this is a new interaction they did just a couple months ago. And before I would look at whatever service it was that I was looking at, I would look at their Google reviews and their star rating. And then I would go to Facebook, which it's fine. I've just, there was an extra click I had to do, which was always a bit annoying because you had to find them on Facebook. But now Google actually has integrated and will bring up, if you have a rating in Facebook, it'll put it on your Google business listing, which yeah, is good. just amazing from a marketing perspective, being able to have two ratings on your listing is gold <laughs> well that's right and um see it like it uh google and facebook are competitors they're rivals but they do uh that they know that people use both mm -hmm. and so it's like we're not gonna cut off our nose to spite our face like if this mm -hmm. is gonna make google my business listings more meaningful to people then we're going to include it so uh, basically some people are more uh, into Google and some people are more into Facebook. And so some people won't put a Google review for you for your GMB listing, but they'll put it on your Facebook uh, wall because, you know, that's the electronic land that they live in. So yeah. by having Google uh, display both of them, uh, like you're getting your maximum review count and it's very accessible for cu potential customers. So it's- It is. Awesome. Yeah, especially for bookkeepers because your clients are always going to be basically one or the other. They're going to be ones that don't use Facebook at all. So their reviews would go on Google Business. And then you have ones that are, might be really interactive on Facebook and just prefer to do your, their reviews through there. So it's such a great way for you as a bookkeeper to go to your clients and say, would it be possible for you to share your experience on either platform so that, you know, I want to celebrate having you as a client, Yeah, which is just so good. And with Google, my business and Facebook being competitors, um, they have Google business listings used to be a bit more static. Yep. But I think, I think it happened eight months ago, nine months ago now that Google upped its game. And now, and this is why I love Google business listings as well, because it's so much more interactive. You can now put photos, offers. So if you have a sale happening, yeah, that's right. That's right. yeah you can put that up there and you can also do posts, yep. which coming from a marketing's perspective as well, that is just so exciting. And you don't have to write new posts. It can still right. be the exact same posts that you do to Facebook already. That's right, repurposing content. Exactly, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, 
but it helps create a unique listing so that people can really understand what's going on with your business and who, what you're all about. Mm -hmm. And especially with the, with the use of posts, um, I know this is kind of where you have really just come into your own um, about optimizing the posting strategy that we've been using. So I was wondering, do you want to chat about that a wee bit? Because it's all still quite new, but you're acing it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I'll just uh, quickly tie it back into the website. So with, mm. with the website, um, in WordPress, certainly you have, um, basically you have what they call pages and normally the pages will be up in your main menu. So uh, for example, talking about bookkeepers, so you'd have the home page and you'd have the about page, uh, the services that you offer, you'd, uh, you might have a blog page and then you'd have a contact page and the contact page might have your map details, a contact form, that kind of a thing. Yeah. And so you, that's all sort of uh, linear and horizontal. And that's the easy overview that uh, your potential clients will look at. Now, you might not want your potential clients to be looking at your deeper meaningful evaluation of the ATO's changes or about JobKeeper or etc. But you still want the information on your site, but you don't want it to be the first thing that you talk about. Yeah. And so the uh, blog posts, they're more sort of like a deep stack on things. Okay. They're so, amazing. So, we so need that, to do a whole separate podcast, I think, the two of us about blog posts. But that, <laughs> yeah, so, so that's how it is on, on, the, um, on a WordPress website now. With your business listing, it's the same thing. So that's like your general um, pages where you list out, you know, what you do, uh, your different service categories, uh, your, your hours, etc. Mm -hmm. Then you get uh, specialised with your posts. And you, if you've got a yes. wealth of posts from your WordPress site, you can then repurpose them. So uh, Google keeps it short because they're all about uh, user experience and make Current. it easy and accessible. Yeah. And then you you put them into your uh, posts and you, you know, like you keep up a posting schedule and then you can tailor what you want to talk about and make it relevant for what people are searching about. Uh, and then, uh, so uh, when I was starting out, I didn't include any, um, button or a call to action mm. at the bottom. I just kind of put the information and I included the URL for where I was taking the information from. And uh, Google actually shows you the amount of interaction that you're getting. Uh, Which I love. Views, the amount of clicks, etc. And so Angie said, um, you know, you need to include these. I'm like, ah, oh, I don't want to. And then I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll just, you know, there's a reason Listen. to my madness, I promise. <laughs> and straight away, like the amount of views, it might have even doubled. I think then, one month it doubled, yeah. Yeah, and, and then, so not only did the views increase, but then the uh, website visits in, increased. So mm -hmm. uh, the Google My Business listing shows you that as well. So it's very powerful and it lets you... You know, so our uh, Google My Business listing, it's not all about JobKeeper. And, you know, mm -hmm. JobKeeper's going to be here and then gone soon. But being able to target it at this time and have something relevant to what people are, are Googling for, mm -hmm. it's, it's really good. It's been amazing. Yeah. yeah. And... and so basically, Google's trying to make it so that you have this business listing that is sort of um, uh, gives them all the relevant information and not too much more. Mm -hmm. And then they allow the uh, listing owner to kind of uh, post relevant things. So you've got your kind of static information, you know, my name's Will Hook, 
I live here, this is what I do. And then it gives you your day to day, which isn't what I'm about all the time, but it's relevant and current. It's relevant. So, yeah. yeah, and it, it's, it, it's very important. It's, and it's can happen very quickly. Like as soon as you started to put the buttons, the call to actions, as soon as you started to do that, the end of month report. Um, so Google business listings is amazing and does analytics and insights every month. Yes. So as soon as you started to do those call to actions, the analytics that started to come through were just super impressive for the clicks, the engagements. Um, it even, so Google business listing even lets you call email or message people directly through the listing as well. That's right. Which is super handy because I'm one of those people I'm, always on my phone for, you know, doing social media things and helping clients that when it comes to me looking for a service, I don't want to always have to go to the website. If I'm already sold, I just want to click a button and engage with them. Yes, that's right. Which is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And and that's what Google does. They they make it so easy for people to get what they want Mm -hmm. out of you. That's right. So, you know, your number's there. It's amazing. And um, one thing I really like too is, you know, the client reviews is amazing, but Google also has a Q&A engagement section, which is static. So it doesn't go away. So if a client or a potential client asks a question on your Google business listing, it stays there. Yeah. And so does your reply, which is also really awesome so that people can see how you actually engage with your clients and it helps increase your overall listing as well for whatever keywords they're asking about. Yeah, that's right. Which is just amazing. <laughs> yeah, co- correct. And, and, you know, so even if you get a, a negative review or mm-hmm. a negative question, how you handle that, mm-hmm. um, look, so everyone realizes that we all make mistakes. And we all have bad days. Correct. As well. And also, so like there can be personality clashes. Uh, the business owner might not have done anything wrong. It, it, like, it could have simply been the client, you know, was having a bad day and they've mm-hmm. um, given you a bad reaction. So people aren't expecting you to be perfect. They want to know how you handle adversity because they know things go wrong for them. Yeah. They want to see you in that similar situation. Well, how did you handle that? You know, when someone even had a meltdown at you, Mm. were you, you know, cool and calm and, you know, it's not that you have to be uh, pushed around or like obey what the client says that's giving you the bad review, but like, did you still treat them with respect, even if they were being disrespectful? So, Mm. you know, every opportunity is a good opportunity. It works. There was um, back in January, I was looking for a photographer for a branding exercise I was doing with a client. And um, I found a photographer that everything looked great. I looked at the review and there was a really poor review and <laughs> a, like a really poor review. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's weird because everything else, they had actually been referred to me, this photographer. He'd been in business for like 30 years or something oh, wow. like that. So um, I read through the chain because in Google reviews, you can actually continue to reply to people in reviews. So oh, right. yep. um, I read through the like complaint, the review, the negative review. I read through the reply and then there was like two or three other replies. And by the end of it, it did come about that it was actually the client the bad experience was because of the client. Yes. So reading through it and he dealt with it so well, he was super authoritative being not saying that I did nothing wrong, but just authoritative saying, you know, I'm sorry you had a bad experience and they worked it all through and it was really impressive. So I ended up going with him. So if you do a bad review, you can fix it and people can read that. Yeah. Which yeah, is that's, great. That's right. That's right. And yeah. and yeah, like as I said before, like just people people know that they themselves 
do things wrong mm-hmm. and they want to see how do you handle it. Yeah, which is a really big, especially with bookkeeping, you know, one thing could be accidentally reconciled wrong one month and then it doesn't get picked up for a couple mm-hmm. months and then that one thing can turn into a kind of big thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all depends on how you go about and fix that. So it's a really good thing to be able to have those Q and A and different engagement options through your listing. But now I kind of want to get more in depth for what you've been doing specifically with what Google My Business can do with your overall SEO. Um, We've kind of touched on it a little bit, um, but I know you can kind of go in way more in depth because you're becoming the SEO king basically right now. And um, I think, you know, especially about it's something like 46% of mobile users use Google for looking for local intent behind purchasing. And typically they are like me. And if they do like the Google business listing, they're pretty much already 80% sold before going to the website. Yeah. Okay. So, so just to clarify, you're talking about how do you make your listing actually yes. get good results? Yes. Okay. Um, well, uh, Google's set it all up so that um, your potential client comes in and they can quickly get uh, relevant information mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. So they kind of, you know, if you can imagine a little uh, bento box, you know, the Japanese food box and you've got all your little compartments, they already compartmentalise everything. Yes. And they set it up so that you just put your, uh, you know, your sushi in this one, sashimi in that one. They make it easy for you. So uh, you fill out all the information, you fill out your hours, you fill out um, your phone number. Uh, once your business is verified, you can come up with a short name. Mm-hmm. So. Let's, before we go further, actually, let's just quickly chat about the verified um, because a lot of people don't understand why Google requires you to verify your business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it is a bit slow and tedious, but it's how Google uh, weeds out the internet being spammed with shonky listings. Yes. So uh, basically, good. Uh, they will uh, send a postcard to the address that the business is at, and then it gives you a number, and then you enter that number into to verify in your in the back end of your listing, and then it's like, okay, yeah, this is a legitimate business, and we'll we'll work with that. So it, they say it's six days. Well, we've had some that have taken a month. I've had ones that take about three to four months. <laughs> wow, yeah. So, but, but it's one of those things where you just start it and it, it's like a, it's a hierarchy. So mm-hmm. you have um, people at the bottom who don't have a listing. Then you have people who have a listing. Then you have people who have filled out their listing. And then you have people who are active on their listing. And so who do you think is going to get the better result? obviously the active person and then all the way down to the person who hasn't done it. So even if you only get a listing, you're in front of everyone who knows. And then even if you only fill it out, you're in front of all the people who who don't. And then when you actually uh, get into your marketing, that's that's when you you take over. That's when when you really kick goals. Um, Yeah. And we, as, as you mentioned before, you, you do all of these things on all different platforms, but you're not coming up with brand new content for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, your website, your Google My Business listing, mm. like you're repurposing it and, and keeping it nice and neat. So to make your Google My Business listing work, uh, you, have a, you have your business logo, so people like to see uh, you know, sort of a happy logo that, you know, that, that you've 
put your effort into coming up with something that's creative and that's consistent and fun. as well like that's one thing that i really have a big pet peeve about um google business listings is that has to be consistent branding throughout everything so the logo that you have on your google business listings should be the same logo on all of your social profiles Definitely. in your website everything yeah yeah yep. that and and you know so so it's an investment it, you know, can, 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 it'll cost a few hundred dollars, but once you've got it, you use it over and over and over again. And then and it's you your know, brand recognition. That's as well. right. Yeah. That's right. And, you know, if, if you've got something, you know, if you've got a snazzy logo and you're exactly the same as Sally Smith down the road and she either doesn't have a logo or she's got a dorky logo. Who are they going to pick? They're going to pick the person who's got the, the nice looking logo. Professional looking. Because, you That's know, right. as a bookkeeper, you want a professional bookkeeper to do your books. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, yeah. so you, uh, you get your logo, you put that up there, then photos of you. So uh, obviously you do your best for your photo. So, you know, whether you're a man or a woman, you present yourself as best you can, mm -hmm. good lighting, that kind of a thing. And again, it separates you from someone who either has a crummy photo or no photo. Because mm -hmm. so, so people aren't looking for, uh, you know, Vogue magazine people, but they want an actual person. Yeah. And, and it's like, well, you know, so I know this person is an older lady. Good. Whereas when you see a name, you know, George Smith, I don't know if he's young or old. You, you know just what I mean? want to put a picture to the name. Book Correct. For businesses, hiring a bookkeeper is such a personal experience because they're the only ones who know basically everything about your business. Correct. So, letting them in on what you look like, what does your office look like, just letting them in a bit more builds that trust. That, that's, that, that's right. You're actually um, making yourself more authentic. Mm -hmm. And that's what people want. They want to know um, that this person's real and I can trust them. Because mm -hmm. as you said, um, you know, even if you're married, your bookkeeper might know more about your business 100 percent your husband or wife. <laughs> so, like, it's it, you're actually bringing them into your inner circle, obviously in a professional sense. But yeah, that's right. That, like, they know everything. Everything, correct. So, yeah. who are you going to go with? Someone, uh, you know, a no face, or yeah. someone with a face? So. That's it right. makes a big difference and like I love how Google My Business, you can post photos and then you can post photos about your team, um, your workplace, um, while you're at work. So there's all these different categories that you can actually fill in the photos. Yeah. And I just find, especially when it's something, um, you know, I really love my rabbit. Um, he's my baby. He's like yeah. my child. And... <laughs> getting a vet that actually specializes in dealing with rabbits because they have very different issues. Sure. I specifically to find my vet, I went into their Google, my business listing and actually went through them in the at work section to see how many photos they had with rabbits. Yeah. Brilliant. And it worked. And I've been right. with them now for like three years. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Because you see that they're actually legit. Like anyone can yes. say things. Yes. And this is the whole thing about what your online presence is doing. It's making you real to your potential client. And so um, by... But filtered. You don't have to show them with you waking up. Being, oh, sure. oh my no. gosh, I haven't. <laughs> you know, some people think when I talk to them, a lot of our clients actually go, oh, but I don't want them to let them in that much. And, you don't have to. <laughs> well, you let right. them you into a professional, professional. yeah, right. a professional amount that it just, on a professional level, clients can get to know you. Yes, exactly. It's great. And, and like, because a, a bookkeeper will typically be working at various businesses. Mm -hmm. 
but they're an elite uh, specialist mm-hmm. who, you know, if they're a good bookkeeper, that they do more than uh, what needs to be done. They can actually really enhance your business. So yeah. not only do they have uh, access to a lot of information, but they can really make your business sing because, you know, for example, if you're a dentist, you're about teeth. You're not about enhancing your business. Whereas when your bookkeeper, they come to you with the facts about what's going on, you know, what jobs are costing us a lot of money, etc. Mm-hmm. Then you can target your marketing with that information to get more of your ideal client, to get more of your profitable client. So, like, And Google yeah. just makes it easy. It right. makes it easy for everyone to just instantly be able to find that information. That, that's right. So like bookkeepers are underrated and by sharing all your uh, listing information uh, in, a, in a successful manner, people are like, oh, of course I'm going to go with this bookkeeper. Like it becomes, it becomes too obvious. And, yeah. and so people... And, you know, so when I upped my game in the Google My Business listing, it was actually the photos. I I haven't put in, like... Yeah, actually, I remember when that happened, you were like, everyone's looking at the photos. Yeah, I'm like, what's up with people? Like, why are they looking at the photos? Like, like, what's the story? But that's what people are looking for. They want want that connection. Correct. That's right. And and Amy actually got a job... uh, it was just yesterday yeah. because she had a picture on, uh, and so uh, the potential client is like, "Oh, yeah, I saw you. I saw your photo." It so humanizes the business. Yeah, and it's like, how easy is that? Like, you know, even if you get professional photos, once you've done it, let's say you pay five hundred dollars, and it wins you a client, it's like, oh, that's too easy. Yeah. And, you know, you don't have to, um, I was supposed to, I have a passion project, which I've spoken about once in a while on these podcasts, but I was supposed to do a professional photo shoot in March, right when the COVID closures happened. So I desperately needed this photo shoot done for my business and I didn't know what to do. So I ended up doing the photo shoot at home. Um, And my partner took the photos. I do have an SLO camera which i know not everyone has one of those cameras but he very kindly it was about three hours and we did a photo shoot at home in different outfits i changed my hair a bit and even though he and i did them i went through i picked out the ones i really liked and then i went and got them professionally edited which is the trick so you can do your own photos But if you pay, and it wasn't much by any means to pay for it, just to get them professionally edited so they had that professional touch. I could have done it, didn't want to spend the time. But by having that, even just something as simple as that can just provide you so many more options. And all I did, I did the photos of my office. I did photos of me working. And I did photos of me just being entrepreneurial working, I guess. (laughs) I guess is what you would say. And that's all bookkeepers really need. Yes. So you can do that. And yes, I did stage my office. I took my second screen down. I put plants there. Yeah, sure. To make it look prettier. Yeah. But by having those, it makes such a difference. And so you don't have to pay. If you don't want to pay for the photographer, then do the photos yourself and then pay for the editor Yeah, kind of thing. And it works just as well in the photos. Can you, you can use them for years, really. Yes, correct. That's right. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> but um, I feel like we could go on about Google business listings all day, but um, you know, people don't have all day to chat to us about it, no. but uh I think, you know, just if you guys want to look up Google business listings and start incorporating it into your business, it's one of the things that you can do yourself. You can get 
your SEO really going through there, kind of like planting a garden. You yeah. create the listing and then you continue doing the posts and the pictures, kind of like weeding and watering the garden. Yeah. Which is really, really great. And um, it's a way of being able to be found easier so that you can get clients who are like me and really time poor. And basically, before I even get to your website, I'm sold on you, um, which that, is the ideal situation. Well, and so that's, that's the beauty of uh, the listing. It's always on. Yes. So you don't have to take a call. You know, when someone's on your listing, you might be having dinner or mm. you might be down at the shops or mm. you might be putting your child to bed, but you've made yourself in a way accessible all the time. And it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's almost it's almost like a no-brainer. Like it's so powerful, mm. so helpful. And, but also like as much as you put in uh, is what you'll get out. So, you know, you can come in, you can have none and you'll get nothing. You can have a listing, you can have a filled out listing and you can have a active listing where you're posting and Google will, will reward you correspondingly. So, mm -hmm. um, but, you know, even if you do a minimal effort, you're in front of everyone else. So, exactly. So if you've got time, if uh, Corona's been uh, low time for you, get into it. If you're waiting until the end of, uh, you know, till you get your bath off and you have a lull, do it then. Like, it's, it's not hard, but you just need to start. And yes. Then you just fill, it, fill it out. Like, Google even has a percentage they say this listing's 80 yes i love the leaders. percentage <laughs> it, it, like it, it they they're really trying to make it as easy as possible google wants you people. to do it correct yeah That's so correct. they want to help you to do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's it's amazing it's a total powerhouse i think right now for having an online presence which yeah. is just i find it very exciting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's really good, it, and and then like the more, and as I said at the start of this show, like for example, with me and the listings, it's me. Like I've got the website, I've got the Google My Business listing, I've got the Facebook page. It's not like someone else is vouching for me, but because I've bothered to put that information in three spots, people go, oh, he's got three different uh, <laughs> touch points. I'm going with him instead of the other guy who's. Like, let's just say he's my twin. He does everything the same, but he doesn't bother presenting himself. They're mm -hmm. going to go with the guy who's putting more effort. Like, we know it Every ourselves. Mm. And so we need to, if we know that we go with that person who's putting more effort, it's like, okay, well, I'll be that person who puts in more effort so that I have the competitive advantage. It works. You know, um, I think when I first started to chat about Google business listings with the team, everyone kind of humored me. <laughs> a bit. I wasn't but, sold on it at the start. No, I know but, you were. Uh... <laughs> but, you know, over the last couple months, it's 100% been working. And it, again, it doesn't take long to do. So it's definitely something that um, I think is a big opportunity for bookkeepers. Um, and something I would love for them to start really focusing on. So I hope this podcast helps. Yeah. Kind of explain I, I, I the think mystery. It will. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. And, and then an, another secret part is about um, like basically getting your listing, getting your business seen in as many different spots as possible. Mm -hmm. Like that. So you have the content on your listing and on your website and then like getting that validation, which you set up yourself, like no one else is doing it for you. But mm -hmm. if you do it, people are like, oh, this person's everywhere. They must be it's legitimate. Great. Yeah. And especially as a bookkeeper, um, I find a lot of businesses go, okay, I need a bookkeeper. So they start looking and then... Ugh business gets busy and they run out of time and then they go oh that's right I need a bookkeeper I really need to sort this out then again something happens and they don't do it so 
the more that you are across where they are, the more it goes, oh, that's right, I need to do this. Oh, I'm just going to click this person because it's just easy. Yeah. And, and, that and happens. That's right. And, and the longer you're out there, the more people sort of come your way because, you know, let's say you've seen off the hook bookkeeping. I've seen it so many times. It's like, oh, I'll give them a crack. Yeah, you already begin to trust them because it's there. Correct. Which is great. That's right. Yeah. No. Well, hope you guys all learned so much about this one. It's something that um, I think you and I are very passionate about. And I love that I've kind of conquered and changed mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But Because I didn't understand it. And then it was after I sort of got on board and started implementing it. It's like, mm. oh, this actually works. Yeah. And it's, it's really great. And, you know, I'm always about repurposing your content. Um, for everyone to know, we don't do new content <laughs> for like any of our profiles. It's mainly all the same content we're posting out. It's just in different ways. Yes. So it doesn't right. have to add a lot of work. It sounds like a lot of work, but it really, really isn't. That's right. You, which is important to know. <laughs> that, that's right. You, you just need to make that initial decision. Mm-hmm. I want to get new clients who I want to work with. Mm-hmm. And once you decide that, then you, you know, like you pay the, the, the you invest and you get more out of it. Yeah. You know, so, and, and that, that is what's going to give you the advantage because there's all these other people out there who they're like, oh, I'd love to have more clients who I love working with and they don't do anything. Mm. But it's not even that you have to be great at it. Just do it. That's right. By you making that choice, you've distinguished yourself from all the other people who are also sort of twiddling their thumbs going, oh, I should do it. I should do it. Like, because, because you put yourself in the lucky dip. You're, you're halfway there. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> that should be the it. takeaway of this podcast. <laughs> because you, you know, lucky dip, you're halfway there. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. Like, you just, you give yourself the opportunity. Yeah. And it, it, it's just so amazing. So. Um, I hope you guys have taken a lot away from this and um, I might just do our sound off again that I keep doing the stay safe, stay sane and stay savvy and looking forward to joining you guys all again for another podcast. Yep. Me too. (laughs) Beautiful. Bye everyone. Yeah. Thank you for listening to The Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week, so subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other savvy bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.